Welcome to Unthinkable. It's time for another slingshot. Short stories of creative side projects that led somewhere surprising. These are real examples of what happens when you turn your creative intuition into action. I'm Jay Kunzo. What 20-year-old <laughs> does what I do and does it in 20 minutes? Do you know what I mean? It's a really different perspective. That's Harry Stebbings from London. And in 2016, against all odds, the 20-year-old landed a job in venture capital. VC is one of the hardest industries in the world to break into for anybody who hasn't founded a massively successful startup. For Harry, his side door in was his side project, a podcast called The 20-Minute VC. Yeah, yeah, so I was at at proper school when I started this, like real school, uh, doing my A-levels, which in the UK you do when you're 18. I was very, very, okay, this is a funny story. I was very fat, uh, and I used to, I started running to lose weight, and I loved venture, but there were no venture podcasts to listen to while I could run. He saw this as a huge opportunity to start his own show. Now, Harry credits his interest in VC to begin with to the 2010 movie The Social Network, the origin story of Facebook starring Jesse Eisenberg and Justin Timberlake. And when Harry first saw that movie, he was 13. And I thought, that looks like a great deal. You know, teens being teens. Harry carried that interest for another five years before he actually acted on it. So what happens when an 18-year-old, baby-faced, bespectacled, kid launches a show about a bunch of old white rich dudes initially not much ironically it's not something that people are like oh 20 minutes great like the four hour work week which is what, how i got the name for the 20 minute vc uh, from tim ferris's the four hour work week i saw the kind of engagement from time a time limit but no it didn't get a like immediate response of wow 20 minutes vc because it's not that special it's not so enticing as the four-hour work week um but i just have gradually over time people love the short uh consistent quality of the interviews that that is reliable and they know they can listen to with a little bit of free time on a lunch break harry says a major struggle early on was the continual need to find and book vcs historically an impossibly hard group to reach for even the most well-networked executives, let alone teenaged Harry. But then, a turning point. Uh, probably seven episodes in. Uh, so when, yeah, seven episodes in with a guest I remember called Mark Peace Davis in New York. And I realized after the show, I said to him, do you have anyone you could recommend to be on the show? Who do you most respect? And I still do this to this day. I say to the guests, who do you most respect and admire in the industry? And they say, oh, well, you know, I work with Jay Okunzo and no one does platform more effectively than Jay. I think he'd be a great guest. And I say, oh, fantastic. I'd love to have Jay on the show. If, if Jay's a good fit for me and I think that'd be a good deal, then I would say, I'd love to have Jay on the show. Would you like to make an intro? I'd be so grateful. And you create this virtuous loop which is never ending because everyone always recommends the next guest. And you'll always have a high caliber if you hire the 18 person first because they will only hire 18 people as friends. Do you know what I mean? Over time, this approach led to the biggest names in the VC world appearing on his show. Investors like Brad Feld, Mark Suster, and Tim Draper, to name a few that some of you might recognize. But before reaching out, Harry does tons of research, like an insane amount by anybody's standards. He gathers together a dossier of each prospective guest, 
And he even does reference checks behind the scenes to get the dirty on somebody's career. And then I can deep dive into an interview that no one's actually ever heard before. Because we've all heard the most crap iTunes interviews where it's the same old Tim Ferriss, you know, how did you get to where you are? And he tells the same story about going to Japan. And do you know what I mean? And so that's a great way to get a differentiated story. Thanks to the success of the show, Harry was approached recently by several VC firms and accepted a role working for one of them. He'll also keep running the show at the same time. I want you to understand just how incredibly hard that was. VC is an industry where your network is everything, where resumes often include past successes to the tunes of hundreds of millions or even billions of dollars selling your company. And then there was Harry. I was a kid in a kitchen, like in my family kitchen. I had no network. My parents didn't do what I do. Like, I had nothing. And I reached out to Guy Kawasaki. Um, he was my first guest, uh, chief evangelist of Apple once. And and I, you know, most of these people's in- emails is on their websites. If you've got that, the rest is up to you. And you just need to do your research. And if you do your research well enough, you can pretty much get anyone to at least reply. Do you know what I mean? Here's what we can all learn from Harry when it comes to our own projects. Side projects are brilliant if you have strategic milestones that you want to hit. Um, you know, for me, it was getting into VC. For so, you know, for a head of sales doing a, uh, I don't know, a sales podcast, it could be a step into the media industry. Or, but it, having a strategic focus as an end goal is so important for a side project. I think a side project with no end, or not end, but no goal is is highly untargeted and makes it difficult. So make sure to have a strategic goal. You have a mission behind it. One vision and stick to it. It's all that matters. If a teenager with no network can land a job among millionaires, it kind of makes you think. Maybe there's no opportunity too impossible, too great, so long as you launch that side project, focus on that one vision, and stick to it. I'm Jay Kunzo, and that's Unthinkable. get even more content from our episodes, be sure to subscribe to our newsletter at unthinkable.fm. I send one quick email every Monday morning, and I try to share the best parts of each story that didn't make the final cut. Once again, you can subscribe at unthinkable.fm or go right in your show notes for the link. Thanks for listening to Unthinkable. Talk to you next week. Unthinkable.